I think they are continuing to shoot themselves in the foot, and I'm surprised they have any bullets left. Well, unfortunately, I am a, a Knicks bandwagoner, which has been a very, very poor choice on my end. So. We never claim to be the most original, except when we're talking about, like, Colin Cowherd. Clearly, he gets all his ideas from us. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Expansion Buddies podcast. Made it to a Thursday. Justin, you like to point out about here that it's your Friday. Do I? But, yeah, I mean, Thursday is my Friday. Yeah, you've brought it up a few times. It's kind of. I mean, this weekend I've got an FFA contest to take kids to. Um, last weekend we had Friday school. The weekend before that I had FFA stuff, so. Okay. I still so have plenty to do. It's like Friday adjacent then. We'll say that. More or less. <laughs> uh, how's it going, sir? Um, it's, it's going all right. Um. I just took a nice long hot shower before the podcast, so you know what that means, Jared. It means you are loosened up and ready to uh, banter with me all night exactly. long. Exactly. Right? I'm nice, I'm clean, I'm fresh for the podcast. Awesome. Uh, I'm sure our listeners appreciate that. I was also thinking while I was in the shower, I was like, we're an audio-only podcast. We are. I don't actually see you when I talk to you. You know what I look like. Yeah, I do know what you look like. I have no assurance, though, that you're wearing pants right now. I can promise you I am wearing pants. I would not on, lie to you about that. But on any given week, I don't know that you're wearing pants. That's true. In fact, no one listening knows for sure. It's like Schrodinger's pants. <laughs> they both are and aren't until you see them. I will tell the listeners right now, right now I am wearing Brooklyn Nets shorts. They are rather comfortable. I am also wearing a shirt, but it's like a generic like workout t-shirt nice i will say those nets they got a pretty good win over my trailblazers on tuesday night close game but the nets eked us out well that'll happen it does it'll happen a lot with the nets this year but we're not here to talk about basketball uh well maybe a little bit do we want to talk briefly about how poorly we're doing in march madness or do you want to save that till the end I feel like we should save that. Um, well, we could talk. Let's talk about it real quick. Get let's it get it out, out of the way. way. Okay. Um, my championship pick, very wrong. Yeah. A um, lot of people's, at least a team in their championship, I feel like are very wrong right now, myself included. We said some things last week that, how do I put this? Maybe just didn't age well. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, how about the boys Oral Roberts, though? I know. They are popping off. Playing in the Sweet 16 this weekend. The, only the second ever 15 seed to play in the Sweet 16. Uh, I almost, and I know almost doesn't count here, picked them in an upset over Ohio State. Obviously, I didn't. You can go back and find the audio evidence that I picked Ohio State last week. But, man, yep. I should have. I should have went with the boys. They retweeted us back a few weeks ago uh didn't show him enough love and now it's i'm paying for it mm-hmm. it goes to show that's one of the coolest things that i like about march madness i've never been a huge basketball fan but i always take note when march madness comes around because the unexpected always seems to happen in one way or another for and sure oral roberts is going ham this year and there's been some you know uh, it's i gotta admit i picked the oregon ducks because of my student Austin. Austin, if you're listening, shout out. Um, 
but watching them play this past week, they look intimidating. Dude, I I was a little bit worried because they didn't play that first game. Obviously, VCU had the COVID issues. The game got canceled. Oregon automatically advanced. I was a little worried that since they didn't play, they'd be rusty. Boy, no rust there. <laughs> Came in. They use plenty of WD-40. Oh, absolutely. Came in and dominated Iowa. Surprised me. I'm so happy to see my Ducks dancing into the Sweet 16. Uh been been an exciting tournament this uh year so far and i super excited to watch more this weekend yeah also i will say i finally got to watch a gonzaga game i understand they are a scary team they sure are both oklahoma and norfolk state know that right now and there's a good chance creighton might be aware of that coming up this weekend mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i do think right now looking if, if Oregon comes against them, I think they're one of the few teams that could topple them before the championship. That's going to be a rough game for you, boy, if Oregon plays Gonzaga, because either way I'm going to be happy and either way I'm going to be sad. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Anyway, yeah, moving on from basketball, what we want to talk about tonight, at least what I want to talk about, I'm hoping you do too, is NFL free agency. Yeah. It's been pretty Absolutely. wild. Uh, we haven't really got to talk about a lot of it since Andrew or not Andrew Luck, uh, other Colts quarterback, Carson Wentz. <laughs> That's yeah. kind of the last NFL free agency thing we touched on. Yeah. Um, can we start off with, I, it sounds weird to say, but the Patriots, the Patriots went freaking ham. Dude, they went on the shopping spree of all shopping sprees a few they weeks ago. They basically just, re- they got a whole new team. Yeah, and I would say, uh, can, you can argue with me if you think I'm wrong, the most notable name on that, Hunter Henry. Yeah, um, I've seen a lot of people say that the Hunter Henry, Jonu Smith signing gives them the best tight end duo since Gronk and Hernandez, and I don't disagree, Dombi, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's kind of hard to disagree with that. Hunter Henry is obviously very proven in this league. Uh what he can do coming from the chargers obviously but yeah man new england just do you think that belichick was not too thrilled to see tom brady win the super bowl last year again without him this time and he's like you know what i still have a trick or two up my sleeve and just broke the bank yeah i think um in a way last year the patriots kind of wanted to stick to what they've been doing and Belichick realized, because Belichick's not stupid, he is a good coach, regardless of how you feel about him, that that's not going to work. And they have, you know, they've re-signed Cam to a one-year deal. I think this is obviously Cam's make-or-break season going forward. If he can prove that he can get it done with the Patriots this year with, I mean, all these new weapons. I mean, Nelson Aguilar had a great year this past year. He's on the upswing. Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith, like we talked about, um, but all these freaking weapons, you know, if he can make it work here, I think he gets starting looks, you know, either from the Patriots or other teams. If he doesn't though, I think he is either regulated to backup for the rest of his career, unless something happens, of course, um, or he is out of the league. I yeah. think this is kind of his last chance. Cause he, he did okay this past year, but. Yeah, 
and I've, I've seen some reports of him talking about having COVID and that after that he felt slow and not quite on top of his game basically. So that could obviously be playing a part of it, but I mean, even when they were doing well in the beginning of the year, I still think he, he looked mostly okay. Not fantastic. The leg, the, the mobility is still there. The run game is good. His arm, though, I still need convincing on. I agree with you. Uh, Cam Newton, I think it's no secret, had a pretty average, if not below average year last year. Uh, they did re-sign him personally. I don't know if I agree with that move. I think uh, maybe if you're the Patriots, you, you should have maybe taken your chance on the draft, but I also get why you wouldn't want to do that necessarily. Um Either way, I agree with you, Cam. And, and no one's saying they're not going to take a shot at the draft. True, true. I mean, who's who's? To it's, say... it's a one-year deal. Cam Newton could be a stopgap still. Yeah, and who? I mean, who's to say they don't go after a quarterback in the draft also and have a little competition this summer? Or I mean, Cam Newton's not a bad one to sit behind. He's been to the Super Bowl. Oh, he, yeah. He more. I mean, the Panthers could have very well become a force to be reckoned with, but Panthers yeah. get a Panther. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they sure will. Uh, and then just speaking of New England in general, they, they didn't just load up on offense. You know, they did some pretty notable stuff. Yeah, on defense no. too. You get you, Jalen Mills out of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's big. Uh, that, that Patriots team had a lot of troubles in a lot of areas last year, and they seem to be addressing those head on. Well, and the Patriots have also always kind of been a fairly – well, during this Tom Brady dynasty, always a fairly – heavy defense oriented team as well so yeah where they've made changes on the offense they've made just as many or more i'm not going to count right now because math hard there's a lot um but changes on the defense and there's some there's some good ones on there i don't know that i really like the Nick Folk signing, but that's a personal reason. <laughs> yeah, you you have your well-earned qualms with Nick Folk. We'll say that. One thing that I've noticed on their defensive moves, too, is they're getting some guys from within the division. Mm-hmm. You know, like Kyle Van Noy coming over from Miami. Yeah, Henry that's Anderson. that's a name that really stuck out to me. Yeah, Henry Anderson with the Jets, too. Mm-hmm. The Patriots know how to twist that knife just a little bit. And uh, you're seeing that, but yeah, man, the amount of money that Belichick and company spent, I don't remember the exact dollar amount, but it was ridiculous. And I think they said it was like second ever for a free agency period for total money spent. Yeah. Can we talk about the rest of this division as well, real quick? Cause I feel like the AFC East kind of killed free agency for the most part. I will say with an asterisk, I'm not sold on where the dolphins are at, to be honest. But, like, the Jets, I feel, made some fairly good moves. I think they were a little um, conservative in certain areas. But you got to remember, though, the Jets are – they're at essentially ground zero right now. Yeah. So, there's a lot of short-time deals, but they either work out and they resign or they don't and they let them go. Nothing really lost. Yeah. You know, they got Carl Lawson over from Cincinnati defensive end. That's big kids. Mm-hmm. Only 26 years old. You've got to believe he's just entering the prime of his career. 
Uh, Corey Davis over from Tennessee, wide yep. receiver. They're yeah, they're making some pretty notable moves. These aren't guys that you've never heard of anyway. Yeah, yeah. And some of these guys they've got for fairly cheap little deals. You know, uh, like looking at like the Keenan Cole deal. It's a one year five point five million deer deal. So it's as, I mean, it's a lot of money, but in in their terms that's not a lot of money it's you know for an nfl team that's a trial run yeah and like should should it work out you know they they got great gains on a budget but if if not then they're not out that much yeah these one-year deals it's not a huge risk you know that's why it's not completely absurd for new england to re-sign cam to a one-year deal yeah um and then i think i'll touch Let's touch on the Dolphins real quick. I I don't hate what they've done. I'm not – obviously, I don't think any Dolphins are happy with how the Isaiah Wilson trade worked out for them, but – No, no, probably not. But that's not that's not really their fault, so – And, you know, they did bring in Will Fuller from Houston, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, so, you know, probably another – outside of J.J. Watt and – Deshaun Watson and the big names that are out or maybe on their way out in Houston. Will Fuller was another one, you know? Yeah. And I mean, the dolphins have a lot of draft capital this year. They've got two number ones, two number twos. They just got a seventh round compensation pick for the Wilson deal. So I think, you know, I'm not fully committed to their, free agency i like the jacoby Brissett backup because i, I was think just he gonna is ask you about that i i will still argue i think jacoby Brissett is one of if not the best backup in the league i would say him and, and maybe this is coming from a point of bias uh and also marcus Mariota. in terms of yeah backup. i i i guess um and uh, let's talk about marcus Mariota real quick i i really do respect what he did this year taking that so for those of you that don't know, he took a $7 million pay cut to stay with the Raiders, um, which is really team friendly. I mean, it sh- I think it shows, you know, that he wants to be there either because he thinks he can take that job from Derek Carr at some point, or because he likes a team. He feels like he can better his career there. I don't know, but I, I like that. I, I'm a sucker for that, that team first mentality. Yeah, well, and who could blame you? Your Buccaneers have kind of been all about that over the last month. Yeah, we can we can get to there because I do want to touch on one thing about the Buffalo Bills before we leave. Yeah, here. let's let's finish the AFC East. We'll get to our teams at the end. How about? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Buffalo, man, they brought in Emmanuel Sanders. That's mm-hmm. that's you know, it's not like that team was <laughs> hurting anyway. But that is, they're going to be scary next year. I think. Um... It'll be nice for Mitchell Trubisky to see how a team should treat a quarterback that wants you to develop properly. Because uh, they yes. are giving the Bills keep showering, showering. Um, why can't my brain work today? I I keep Josh Allen. There we go. I keep wanting to say Allen Peterman for some. Allen Peterman. Nathan yeah. Peterman. Yeah, Nathan Peter. I oh, can't even get my wrong names right. Dark days in Buffalo. But anyway. They're going to see how they he's supposed to be treated. And the Bills have basically also said, like, yeah, he's not staying here long. Meaning Trubisky? Yeah, for Trubisky. 
Yeah. No, I think they plan on Josh Allen staying there oh, for a long while. Of course, of course. I, 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 um, I yeah, they only signed Mitch to a one-year, two-point-five million-dollar deal. Um, again, though, with Trubisky, say what you will about him as a starter. I think Buffalo, at least for this season, will have somebody who, worst-case scenario, if something happens to Josh Allen, they're going to have somebody who can come in and at least compete mm-hmm. a little bit. And you know, they might be looking to because Buffalo's had some fairly blowout games, you know, Buffalo could be playing 4D chess here. Mitch Trubisky, who I think is a quarterback that's been teetering, maybe they are going to put him in like you would in high school. Like, okay, we're up by 40, put in the backup. Oh, yeah, definitely not. Put Mitch Trubisky in, let him play some garbage time when the, the other guy's defense is tired. He looks really good, and they trade him high next year for draft picks or you know someone they want. They could be playing, you know, the player stock market. The long con here, yeah. It, well, yeah, he's Mitch Trubisky is GameStop in this scenario. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably in this scenario only ever. But uh, the other thing Buffalo did was dip their toes in the Seattle pool a little bit. They took our tight end, Jacob Hollister. And I know that he's a very solid tight end. He's not obviously necessarily a game buster, but he's, he's going to help that offense. He adds depth to it. If nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Buffalo, I think they had a good free agency, you know, overall this, this Eastern division, I give them an, not that letter grains mean anything from from us sports commentators, <laughs> but I give them an A. I think this division pretty much all did fairly well. Yeah, I would agree with that. And of them, I give New England the A plus. Oh God, yeah, New England best of class. Yeah, yeah, I can uh, can already hear last week's guest, our good friend of the show, Kyle Mitchell. He's smiling ear to ear here, and I'll say that right now. Doing the Mitchell chuckle. Probably. Uh, I Speaking of him, I asked him a little bit last week, speaking of New England's moves and all this, I said, is Bill Belichick crazy enough to get all of these guys just to trade them all in one big blockbuster trade for somebody? <laughs> uh, he, he could be, man. Don't put anything could, past Belichick. So That man is living four steps ahead or three steps behind. We can't really tell. Yeah, right you want now. to talk about 4D chess. He's been playing it since he came into the league. I know. So, yeah, let's move on to the AFC North, I guess, because that's the next on my list here. Oh, are we just going to go division by division on this? I, I figured we would, unless you don't want to. No, that's fine by me. I'm ready to talk about it all. Yeah. Um. So, AFC North. I, I, the, eh? Who do you want to start with? Uh, let's start. I Let's save the Steelers for last because I feel like I want to talk about them. Right. I want to talk about them last. Uh, let, okay, let's start with Cincinnati then all right um i don't know what the they got trey hendrickson defensive end from new orleans uh paying him 60 million dollars over four years yeah so that's uh, he's he's obviously a very good player but i don't know if he's four years 60 mil good that's yeah uh they really loaded up on cornerbacks they got eli apple which uh, yeah, he's been a journeyman as of late. I don't really like that signing for anybody. Yeah, Cincinnati feels like one of those teams that they've done some things, but boy, they're really going to have to impress in the draft. Yeah, they need to find 
they need to find protection. Like I, I know they signed a guard and a tackle. Um, neither one of those guys. I don't. I, I'm sure they're fine. They don't super impress me, and I could be wrong. I don't know all the offensive tackles and guards down to their minute details. Um, but I think they still are looking for someone to actually protect Joe Burrow. Well, they better be after the way last season ended. I I mean, I think right now they're looking at offensive protection and they're going to be looking at offensive weapons for Joe Burrow. I would be really surprised if that's not where they go in the draft. Yeah. I mean, he just lost a huge one in AJ green. We'll get to that a little bit later. Yeah. But right now, I mean, the Bengals have Mixon. Yeah, I mean he's a he's a solid running back. He yeah, is, but he you know it can't be just Burrow and Mixon, obviously. Yeah, so I think they look for a young star coming out of college, and maybe they'll do the uh, maybe they'll do the Raider thing and find a speedster and call her good. <laughs> uh, they very well could. Uh, you want to move on to Baltimore or Cleveland next? Uh, let's talk about Baltimore. It's going to be fairly quick. Yeah, they haven't um, made a ton of noise either. Nope. They had a fairly conservative free agency. Not the most conservative though. We'll get to that one later. You know, but they also didn't seem to me to be a team that needed to do a ton. No, they didn't. Um, I don't think they lost a ton and they didn't gain a ton. I, I think they kind of kept balanced, honestly. Yeah. Reload, recuperate, get ready for another run with that very talented team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty, pretty standard stuff. Quick stuff for Baltimore. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, and then, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, if you're done with the Ravens, on to the Browns. Yeah, again, not a crazy, not a crazy off season for them, and I think that might just be kind of skewed because in the past the Browns have had some crazy free agent signings. Yeah, I mean, I'd say the most notable one being obviously John Johnson mm-hmm. from the Rams. They mm-hmm. gave him a three-year, thirty-three point seven five million dollar deal. Yeah, uh, that's a pretty I'd say worthwhile deal for what you Yeah, it's fairly hefty. As someone who played Johnson three times last year or whose team did. No, I did. Mm -hmm. It was me. I played him. Uh, Yep. It was you. Yes. You got wrecked. That's why you're in a full body cast. He he tore me apart. Now he did. He, he and that Rams defense, they were obviously the best in the league in a lot of categories last year. So that's, that's a big time get for Cleveland. You know, they're, they're another team that they didn't need to do a ton because they no. are coming off a trip, a playoff trip, first playoff win and how long, and you know, they're, they're reloading too. So, and I don't want to be way too early. Cause I've said this about the Browns before and I've been wrong. And then when I think they're going to be bad, they become good again. I, I don't, but if Bur- Burrow, excuse me, if Baker continues to play the way he was this last year coming off that, poor sophomore year um i think i think the browns are in a nice spot to to kind of sneak and take this division i know they have to play the ravens to get there but i think the browns are going to be very competitive this next year i think they're going to be very fired up for those from those play or that playoff win and they almost they almost (laughs) i think you know, if they could have beaten the Chiefs, I think they might have made the run. They might have made the run to the. They were close, man. That that, I mean, I've said it before about that playoff loss to the Chiefs. They needed five more minutes. 
in that game and they probably would have done it. Um, Yeah. So Browns, I don't think they're going anywhere anytime soon. Neither are the Ravens. Uh, If you're ready to move on to the, the soap opera that's Pittsburgh, we sure can. Yeah. I let's, let's do a good and the bad. Let's, let's start with the bad. What was the bad? The bad is, and it wasn't even necessarily a free agent signing. They, they re-signed Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, that was, we've talked about it before. It doesn't matter what else they do. Ben Roethlisberger is not the answer. No, and your quarterback is the engine that makes the team go, all right? It starts and stops with the guy in our center. Ben, he had his heyday, okay? He will be a Hall of Famer, no doubt about it. Yeah. But that time is long past. And we've said it before, I won't beat this horse to death, but Pittsburgh desperately needs to start developing a young quarterback to take the to take the reins because right as of now they don't have that next future guy and that's going to really hurt them uh more than it already has you know ben has not been good over i would argue the last three seasons so yeah that i would agree with you that is the big bad (laughs) on pittsburgh side let's let's try to balance the bad what what would you say is the good of this off season so far in Pittsburgh, this, this may be slightly not controversial. That's not the right word might be debated. I think it's good that they kept Juju. I know there was a lot of looks at, um, there was a lot of talk that he might go to Kansas city. Um, apparently they wanted him. I don't know how much you can believe those rumors. Again, everything we get is way like fourth hand. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's interesting that he decided to stay in Pittsburgh rather than go play with Mahomes like that. I, I don't know. That's just, well, interesting. I'm not super surprised by it partly because I don't know how much the chiefs would have been able to afford him. Now I know Pittsburgh did just sign him to a one year, $8 million deal. That's fairly cheap. Yeah. But Juju. Yes. I agree with you too. This is the good you know, that at least the, the one that I, that stands out to me is the good so far this off season, uh, Pittsburgh is going to need somebody, you know, yeah. as a, as kind of a pillar and Juju, he's only 25 years old. I mean, yeah, he didn't have the same standout season. He had a couple years ago this last year, but this mm-hmm. kid's still an excellent receiver. Yeah. And you know, they have other receivers, some other young, their receiving core is fairly fairly young right now like they've got um um james washington who i thought was playing rather well this past year um excuse me excuse me again my pepsi is really causing me to burp tonight i apologize (laughs) but he's only 24 right now um but he was playing well and i think these guys can continue to develop as receivers especially if they put in the work during the offseason yeah, no, I agree. And, and you know, it's and it, that's not even counting Deontay Johnson, honestly. No. Who is another young guy. I think is let me, yeah, he's also 24. Like they've they've got a really young receiving core yeah, right now. That's probably the area of their team that has the most promise, if you ask me. Uh talk about some notable guys that that left Pittsburgh this offseason, no more so probably than Bud Dupree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm you know, went to the Titans, obviously on a big five, 
five-year deal. But uh, it's yeah, Pittsburgh's they're another team that they're going to really need to do some stuff in the draft. Yeah, and I still even you know barring an outstanding draft, I just don't know what to think of this team moving into the 2021 season. I don't, I think they're still thinking Ben can get them to the Super Bowl, And I just, I don't think he can. Yeah. But I will say um, they're late in the first round. I don't know their exact pick right now. They're going to be near the middle. I think they're right around where Seattle is or would be oh. we don't have a first round pick, but they're in that area. Okay. Um, but I've I've looked a little bit at the the 2021 draft. There's not a ton of need for quarterbacks in those early rounds from those early picks. Um, there might be some QBs that end up sliding towards that middle. Or I mean, Pittsburgh could make a move and jump up. That's true. Um. You know, obviously Jacksonville is going to pick um, Lawrence. Yeah. Um, but you still got Zach Wilson out of BYU. You've still yep. got uh, Trey Lance out of North Dakota State. You've still got the kid from Alabama, Mac Jones. I mean, there's there's still going to be some really good yeah. quarterbacks. Like, I think ar- arguably the Jets are the only one that could go either way. They could either stay with Darnold or not. We don't know. But then you have Miami, who I assume is going to stay with Tua. Atlanta, who just re-signed Matt Ryan. Cincy, who's got their guy. Philadelphia, who's got their guy. Detroit, who's now got Goff. Um, I'm going to put a little pin in the Philadelphia thing. We think they have their guy. Yeah. Potentially, yes. Yeah. Uh, who knows what the Eagles are going to do, honestly. Yeah. Yes, Jalen Hurts. Uh, well, and Philly did. They did just sign Joe Flacco, too. So, yeah, I, I thought that was quite interesting. Yeah, that was an odd one. That was an odd one. But, yeah, there's some of these guys. I, I don't think Carolina is going to draft a quarterback. I don't think. I don't know. But... Yeah, people didn't think Green Bay was going to last yeah. year either. So. I mean, yeah, any of these guys could, I guess. But – looking at that there's there's not a lot of quarterbacks you see going going right away and i mean yeah there could be guys that fall rather late boy if you're pittsburgh i think you you have to if if one of them's there you have to because like we were saying earlier your franchise needs a future with big ben on the way out i mean i think you have to but oh what the enigma that is the steelers never seems to end well, yeah, and yeah, like you said, Zach Wilson could potentially be on the board when it gets to Pittsburgh. Obviously, that's a – it's an if. Like, I mean, this is all it's a big highly if. hypothetical. Like, it's a- the only thing more hypothetical is, like, string theory. But <laughs> true, if Zach Wilson's on the board when the Steelers get there, I think they're stupid to not pick him. I like that. Uh, the two most hypothetical things that we as a human species know of string theory and the Pittsburgh Steelers when it comes to the draft. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree with you. Uh, I, I don't know what Pittsburgh's going to do. If it was me, I'd say you got to make it move at a quarterback though. All right. Um, I guess we move on to the AFC South and can we take a moment of silence for all the 
poor souls and careers that are going to the Houston Texans. Uh, yeah, I thought you were going to say, are we going to take a, si- a moment of silence for the Texans fans? And I was about to ask you if there's any left. Uh, yeah, man, that's going to, we've talked about it before on the show. We will not further embellish it. It's going to be a rough go of it in Houston for a couple yeah. of years, at least uh, talk about some guys they brought in because it seems like everyone's leaving. They did bring in Cameron Johnston, a punter. So, hey, you got a punter from Philadelphia. You've got Kevin Pierre-Lewis, a linebacker from Washington, Terrence Mitchell, cornerback from the Browns, Jordan Jenkins from the Jets, linebacker. I don't know. None of these names are really spinning the needle for me. Yeah, I see that they re-signed Vernon Hargraves the third. As a Bucks fan who we wasted a first round on him, not exactly the – we wasted a lot of time on him. I'm glad he's gone. I've talked about it before. I won't again. Some names on the offense, though, that, that to use your turn of phrase, spin the needle for me. Philip Lindsay. I f- it feel so bad for him right now. I forgot about Lindsay. Yeah, he did. I, I think he – go ahead. Sorry, I apologize. I was going to say, I, I forgot about him. I'm, I – feel silly for forgetting that name. I, I feel bad for him. I think um, he was underutilized these past couple of years on the Broncos after his amazing rookie season. And uh, I, I hope against all hope that he has another breakout year and just runs, you know, crazy. Um, I hope him and Tyrod Taylor get some sort of, you know, chemistry going or something. I don't, I don't know. But I want the best for Tyrod Taylor. I really, really like him. I feel exceptionally bad for him, especially what, what happened this last year. And I really like Philip Lindsay. Also, I don't mind Mark Ingram, but. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, like I said, I think it's going to be a tough time down in the Lone Star State for a little bit. But yeah. you never know. You never know. Um, the team I want to talk about in this division is the Colts. Fair enough. Uh, it's, I also, the Colts, um, they had a kind of, uh, it, I keep saying this, but like conservative um, free agency, considering they have like a zillion dollars in cap space. Hey man, they're setting themselves up for success years down the road by doing that. But yeah. the, I, they're conservative money-wise, or they have been. I don't know if they really have been name-wise, though. Obviously, you've got Carson Wentz coming yeah. over. We've talked about what a good fit we think that's going to be. But just uh, I read just on Wednesday that they signed T.Y. Hilton back to yeah. another one-year deal. That's huge. I, man. I think that's awesome. T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, I, I think that's awesome. He is a fantastic receiver that I feel like constantly just gets overlooked in this league. And I absolutely, yeah, it. I don't get it because I have seen Colts games where he has been the game changer, where he has made the play. I had him on my fantasy team. I know what he can do numbers wise. Uh, yeah, that's a huge, huge deal right there that I think is going to just get kind of swept under the rug and it shouldn't. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton, I feel like quietly took a, a, I don't want, I don't know the way to say it, but like less than he's worth. Oh yeah. One year, eight mil. He's, yeah. he's worth more than that. I think. I mean, we're talking a man that has had 50 touchdowns in his career. Only one season with less than five. Like, and the Colts have had some rough years in that stretch. <laughs> they sure have. 
Yeah. And then the other one I like is retaining cornerback Xavier Rhodes. Yeah. I, I was going to say Marlon Mack as well. Like, yeah, him too. Like they've been, they've done well. The Colts are just making some smart, low to the ground moves. You know, yeah. it's nothing that's going to, you know, write the headlines besides Carson Wentz. Everything outside of what, of him though, I mean, they're just, they're just continuing to bolster the team around him. And that's huge. Yeah. I, I have a lot of respect for the Colts. I, now I should say, they have had some serious missteps in the past, especially with how they initially started with Andrew Luck and, you know, how it led to him leaving the league, basically. Oh, yeah. Um, that's something I don't think I can ever forget because I think they robbed us of potentially one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. That's obviously a point that could be argued to the moon and back, but they certainly at some point in there kind of figured out what they were doing wrong, you know, drafting Quentin Nelson and, oh my God, Quentin Nelson. I can't stop raving about that guy. He's amazing. And now what they're doing, they're quietly, you know, making good moves. I, I really hope Carson Wentz can write himself and, you know, lead these Colts into the playoffs. Oh, I think they're going to be back in the playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised if they win their division, honestly, next year. We can break down all of that kind of stuff later, though, uh, where we think teams are going to end up. But yeah, I think that, Colts, that's a whole nother episode. For sure. The Colts are sitting pretty, though. Uh, you want to go with Jacksonville next, or do you want to go with the Titans? Uh, let's go with Jacksonville. Um, we'll save the Titans for last. Jacksonville, they signed – Okay, let me talk about, I think, their best signing. I think their best signing, and I think you're going to agree, is Shaquille Griffin. Without a doubt. Yeah. Um, outside of that, I don't think they had a bad free agency. In fact, I think it was a rather okay one. I Yeah, and here's the thing. Jacksonville has the advantage that no other team has right now of knowing who their guy is going to be. Yeah. The they know I think, they're going for Lawrence, and they're, they're already – formulating a plan around him yeah i will say i think um they have the low-key best wide receiver um signing in marvin jones yeah i I think he was a guy that got heavily overlooked just because Um, of where he came from yeah and this might be something that i am slightly influenced on because i watch that's good sports and brandon perna raves about this guy all the time but I, I totally agree. Marvin Jones is phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, they also got Jamal Agnew also from Detroit. So mm-hmm. the Jags kind of picked the Lions clean. Yeah. I mean, everyone kind of did, but it's, it's easy to pick a corpse clean, I guess. <laughs> Oof. Uh, true. It sure is. No, Jacksonville, they're making some smart moves right now. Um, like I said, they're making moves knowing who they're going to go after in the draft Mm -hmm. and they're kind of one step ahead of the game as far as that goes in terms of just building around it they also got carlos hyde if we want to talk about guys they took from seattle yeah Uh, um but yeah they know who their quarterback's going to be they got him set up with a nice set of receivers i think you know between what they already had and picking up marvin jones and then, you know, they got some O-line help, and they, I feel like they really bolstered their defense. You know, even just with the Shaquille Griffin signing, that 
Oh yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I just want to say as a Seahawks fan, I'm so happy for Shaquille. Not only that he gets to go to Jacksonville with his brother, Shaquem, they get to stay together as they have their entire football career. It's crazy. Um, but also he, the man is getting paid what he's worth. You know, he was such a unsung hero for our team on a defense that really wasn't great. So I'm happy to see him going to Jacksonville and making bank. I'm rooting for that guy wherever he goes. Yeah, dude, I, I really like Shaquille Griffin. I also like Shaquem Griffin. I love them both. Love the Griffin brothers. Oh my gosh. They just, they're so happy to be playing football and I love it. They are, uh, I will never forget the game, uh, the playoff game a couple years ago in Green Bay. Uh, They got a sack on Aaron Rodgers together. They both came off each end and just clobbered him and got the brother sack. And it, they, you could tell that it just meant the world to them to be doing that together. So I'm happy they get to stay together going to Jacksonville. Um, and I wish them both the best. Yeah, I do as well. Um, anyway, let's move on to the Titans, I guess. Um, I don't have a lot to say about the Titans, to be honest. You know, they got Bud Dupree, who we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Out of Pittsburgh. That's, that's the biggest one, I'd say. A big five-year deal for him. Yeah, potentially uh, a huge contract. You know, thirty-five was, million guaranteed. Yeah, I was talking to my buddy Michael, who's a Titans fan, the only Titans fan I know, and he was so worried. Though he was like, he's like, it feels like we're just letting everybody go, and they mm. kind of have been. When you look at it here, uh, Desmond King, he went to Houston, and. Uh, Raymond, Khalif Raymond, he's out the door. Matt Dickerson, a defensive end of theirs. They let a lot of people go. And like I said, outside of Dupree, who'd they really? Uh, Janoris Jenkins, actually. Yeah, yeah. Who Who is a interception machine. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, he, he for sure is. But then, look, you had like Corey Davis. He's gone. Adorney Jackson, he's gone. Mm-hmm. Both of them went to New York, different teams in New York. But, uh, yeah, they – the Titans – I never know what to make of the Titans in the offseason. Yeah. No, like, they just they, – They have Derrick Henry, so does it matter? True. <laughs> True. Um, yeah. Interesting franchise, the Titans. Are you ready to move to the AFC West? I – yeah, I am. Actually. All right. Where would you like to start? Um – do you think do you think Daniel will be mad at us if we start with the Broncos? No, I think he'll be happy because we probably don't have great things to say, do we? Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you start with this one. You guys let Philip Lindsay go. I'm not happy with you. <laughs> um I will say I don't think it's the worst, but I will say apparently just because of our proximity to Denver, I do see in my news feeds, a lot of Broncos fans. And I feel like the Broncos fans are really overselling how good they think their off season was or their free agent signings were. I mean, I keep wanting to call it off season for some reason. Yeah. They, um, I mean, they brought in Ronald Darby and they brought in Fuller, Will Fuller or Kyle Fuller, excuse me, from Chicago. Yeah. So they, they bolstered up their secondary a little bit, but Philip Lindsay is a huge loss on offense yeah i think their free agent signings these past couple of years have not been the greatest um 
bringing in uh yeah melvin gordon bringing him in when i don't feel like that anyway yeah i just i don't think their signings have been that great i'm sure i am sure i will get hate from daniel about this we'll hear about it you know I was thinking, and daniel i'm sorry but i was thinking of having daniel on in a few weeks when we do our nfl draft one so maybe you guys can air your grievances together dude i am hype for the draft we don't have a good pick because we won but i am hyped for the draft let me tell you that's a great problem to have i know (laughs) i know the 32nd pick in the draft is always a great problem to have unless you traded for it (laughs) yeah um yeah i guess let's go into the chiefs which i feel like the biggest news from the chiefs is not who they got but who they lost yeah they've they've uh who are you thinking of I'm thinking of their O-line. Oh, well, yeah. I, I don't know why I was thinking of Sammy Watkins. Not that he's been a huge game changer. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, their O-line, man. I was really hoping that Seattle would have gone after one of those guys a few weeks ago. But we didn't. Yeah, the I feel like the Seahawks have had a strange off season. Well, like I said, I'll, I have some words to say about that at the end Yeah, when we get to our teams, but yeah. Yeah. Chiefs. I mean, the other thing is too. Yeah. You lost Eric Fisher, one of those outstanding offensive linemen, but I almost could see it coming because how can you afford to pay everybody? I don't know, but I mean, you're shelling out that kind of money for Mahomes and Kelsey, who don't get me wrong, are absolute faces of your franchise, and you need them to, you know. But a good O-line is... Just as vital. Yeah. I mean, if you don't have a good O-line, Patrick Mahomes, I mean, I I don't like to keep bringing the Super Bowl up, I guess, but look at how he had to run for his life in the Super Bowl. O-linemen were out. O-linemen make a difference. Yeah, it it didn't work well for him. That's – I think this is going to be something that's kind of abused for the Chiefs. Maybe they're looking to draft guys. I don't know. Um, I think – I don't know. I think the Chiefs kind of had a bummer of a free agency signing, though. I'm not saying they're going to be bad because they got Mahomes. I don't feel like I can ever say they're going to be bad, but I don't think they're going to be as good as they have been. Oh, I agree. And what I think when it's really going to start all catching up with Kansas city is two or three years down the road now. Yeah. Um, that it's going to be interesting to see how they navigate all of that cap hell they put themselves in, but yeah, you know, uh, I guess they think it's worth it. And with a guy like Patrick Mahomes, it very well could be. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the Raiders who have some, well, they have at least one signing that I really like. Actually, that's not true. There's a couple of signings. I bet I know which one you're thinking about, though. Is it Kenyon Drake? Oh, no. I was thinking Nagakwe. I also like the Yannick Nagakwe signing. That's I was looking, and I forgot they signed him, and that's why I went like, well, maybe there's a couple. I really like the Kenyon Drake signing. I think he, I think he is underrated. I think he can really thrive um, given the correct O-line. I don't know that the Raiders have that correct O-line. Not anymore, they don't. No. <laughs> um, but I really like Kenyon Drake. I'm partially biased to him because he really clutched up for me in fantasy the, a couple of years ago. 
Oh yeah, you've always been a big Kenyon Drake fan. Yeah, I I've been high on him, and I really do like Yannick Ngakwe. He is a great signing for them. Great player. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's going to be huge for them. Uh, as far as their offensive line goes, yeah, they've they've lost some pretty significant names on that group. Uh, one of them, uh, I'm happy, came to Seattle. Gabe Jackson. That's big for us. It's a big loss for them, I think. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do, if anything, in the draft to help Derek Carr out in that regard. Uh, I, the Raiders need, though, desperately to improve this year. You know, yeah. you are this will be year three into the big John Gruden contract. And the first two years, they've kind of fallen flat, quite frankly, you know shot themselves in the foot so much to the point of missing the playoffs this last year. They really need to have a good off season. And it's been kind of outside of Drake and Nagakwe, kind of a quiet mm-hmm. no show by the Raiders, I guess, in free agency. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have the chargers who I don't know what to say about them. They, they got center Corey Lindsley. And that's, that's true. That's true. I feel bad. I overlooked a center. I am sorry, Corey Lindsley. I'm sorry. We just said that offensive line is important. No, I know. I, I know. But I, I'm thinking of the biggest issue on the Chargers this last season, and arguably that is the special teams. Uh, yeah, that's been the case for quite some time yeah. <laughs> with the Chargers. I, I, I know. Yeah. Yeah, but it was once again a really bad, really bad demon that reared its head for them this last season so it's weird to say that a team like as a draft need is special teams but boy it is for this team it is it is we'll see how they navigate that while we move on to the nfc east the nfc east uh can we start with the giants i would love to start with the giants they have made some pretty good noise this i am i am I am pr- good job, Giants. I am happy with yeah. your offseason. Round of applause for Big Blue, man. They went out there and they got Kenny Galladay. Oh, see, Lions. I was going to say they got Mike Glennon. The ginger giraffe can do no wrong. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I ran- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Kenny Galladay. I, I was going to say, I want to hear you defend that Mike Glennon statement in just a second. <laughs> no, Galladay, obviously the biggest get for this team in free agency. But we just talked about it. Right along with Kyle Rudolph. I mean, honestly. Oh, yeah. Kyle Rudolph, that's a big get, too, on offense. Uh, And then, uh, like we were talking earlier with Tennessee losing Adorney Jackson, that's where he went, was to the Giants. So, the Giants, they really believe in Daniel Jones, and they they want to give him the tools for success. Yeah. No, I'm happy with the Giants. I feel like they're making moves to improve the team. I don't know that – their faith in Daniel Jones is correctly placed, but they are supporting him, which I really respect out of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, and then probably not as big of a name at wide receiver, but they also went out and got John Ross from Cincinnati. Oh yeah. So yeah. I mean this, they're, they're making really good moves and it's got to make giants fans excited because they felt so stagnant for the last three, four years now. And that division is I really think going to be anybody's for the taking again this season? I I think I can accurately place this division right now. Oh, yeah? I think I can. I think okay. I can. Okay. 
let's 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 put a little bet on this. Let's have you put it in writing right now on how you think this thing is going to end out. All right. So I will jot it down as you say it. Who's one? Washington football team. Okay. Two. New York Giants. Three. This is where I kind of flip-flop. Dallas Cowboys, though. So you're putting Philly in last. I, I am. I am. You know, that doesn't seem completely absurd looking at it on paper. Uh, we will I, mark this down on March the 24th, though. Justin predicted the <laughs> NFC East, so we'll see yes. how that let me let me tell you why I placed the Philadelphia Eagles last before Alex comes yelling at me. I don't <laughs> think they are going to be bad this year, but I think they are in a, t- a team in flux, and a team in flux usually does poorly. And I think it's going to ultimately cost them some close games and pull them down to the bottom. I yeah, I mean, again, I could see this division ending up pretty much any way, flipping those four teams around almost any way. So I – I'm behind you, sir. Uh, you want to talk about those Eagles while we're at it? Yeah, Joe Flacco, done. Yeah, that's the biggest thing they've done. Yes. Um, I mean, they agreed to two new deals with current players, and then they also signed Anthony Harris. I mean – Yeah, Anthony Harris was the one I was going to mention. That's that's a significant get. Uh, that's this is a team, though, that, like we said, is in flux. They need a lot of help in a lot of places. Yeah. I mean – it could change. Maybe they have a crazy draft. Any of these teams could, I guess. But Well, you got to remember, the Eagles do have the sixth pick. We got in that debate a few weeks ago. Do they go after a quarterback? Do they go after uh, one of these top receivers? Um, I think, really, there's no wrong answer <laughs> right yeah. now. Uh, unless, you know, you go for a kicker. That's the wrong answer. But yeah. uh, I'll give okay. Philly a little more credit than that. Yeah. So let's look at the Cowboys real quick. Um Congrats to Dak for getting paid. Um, we talked about that before. Uh, we've had mixed feelings on it. Um, I I hope I you know. I hope he comes back. You know. Fully healthy. You know, no lingering effects, anything like that. And he he balls out. Yeah. Uh, outside of giving Dak the massive deal. Dallas hasn't made a ton of noise either. Uh, no. They got Keanu Neal from Atlanta. Yeah, which I I hate to say it, but I do like Keanu Neal. I'm glad he's out of Atlanta. That's for dang sure. They got him dirt cheap too. Yeah, one, I know. One year, $4 million. That's, again, a good safe trial run. Yeah, but, man, unless the Cowboys learned how to play football, I just I can't see him winning. Boy, has that not been the story for the last 25 years. Yeah. You summed it up right there. Two and a half decades of Cowboys football. Yep. All right. Let's talk the WT or WFT, excuse me. Hey, speaking Washington of, football team. Before oh, we go. get into it, uh, I'm hearing rumblings that they might just stick with that name. How do you feel about that? It's kind of grown on me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it just, it kind of feels normal now, right? Like it kind of would be, I feel yeah. like a little jarring to change it again, but who knows what they're going to do. Yeah. Let's talk about what they've done. This free agency. Dude, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. Did you hear what he said in a press conference? I did not. Someone asked him if it was going to be a revenge game when they played the dolphins. And he said, every game's going to be a revenge game. Cause I've played for everybody in the league. <laughs> Yeah. 
Well, yeah, God, I want to. What is their schedule this year? I don't know. I they I can't remember if they play that division in the AFC this year or not. But, um, yeah, good for them for going out for getting Ryan Fitzpatrick, one of the best teammates in the whole sport, uh, one of the best guys I think, and a pretty solid quarterback. All, all things right. considered. So let's look at this. All right. The Washington football play team plays Atlanta. Fitzpatrick has not played for them. Okay. Panthers. Oh, we're going to say who he's not played for. All right. He hasn't played for the Panthers. He hasn't played for the Cowboys. Yet. No, he hasn't. <laughs> no. Um, Not for the Broncos, not for the Packers. Was he ever a giant? I, I don't know. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. He was at the other New York team, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a Jet for sure. He wasn't a Raider. He's been mostly in the eastern side of the country, hasn't he? Yeah. He wasn't an Eagle. Um, he was never a. He was a Buck. He was. A, he was a Buck. Was he a Charger at one point? I believe it, but I don't know. It's Maybe we shouldn't have done this. This was a bad experiment because we don't know. You know, it he, he could have been. <laughs> He's one of those guys. He's been such a journeyman, like I said. I mean, I will never forget his time with the Bucks. That was a fun tenure. And Dolphins fans shouldn't forget his time there either. What a what a joy ride he gave them. Uh let's let's talk about some other guys though. What about William Jackson? The cornerback they got from Cincinnati, giving him mm-hmm. a three-year, $4.5 million deal. Curtis Samuel, that's a pretty big get out of Carolina. Yep. I like the Lamar Miller. Don't know if many other people will. I like Lamar Miller. I don't know that he can maybe do as crazy of things as I think he at one point could have, but he, he's a he's not a terrible running back. Yeah, they also got Kevin Pierre-Lewis out of Houston. Another guy, or excuse me, they lost him to Houston. That's my mm-hmm. mistake. I was misreading that. Uh, but, yeah, I, Washington, some pretty significant moves. I would say if we were going to do like we did with the AFC East, if we were going to grade the NFC East, uh, I give yeah. the A in this division to the Giants for yeah. sure. I, I give a solid A or B plus to the, the Washington football team, though. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, you know, again, this division kind of feels like it's up for the taking and the moves that mm-hmm. teams make right now and throughout the summer could be the difference maker come January. Yeah. I also really like to think that the Washington football team is going to have Ryan Fitzpatrick, who I, I think is a great mentor for young quarterbacks, mentor Taylor Heineke. And I think that could be potentially a great pairing as far as a mentor and mentee go. Yeah, could definitely be. And here's the thing, too. I don't know if Washington is going to want to stick with Heineke as their future moving forward completely. They might go Mm -hmm. after a quarterback in this draft, too. But, um, yeah, uh, no better teammate, like I said, than Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I mean, look what he did with Tua. I mean. Yeah. Like, he was so supportive of him. Yeah. But anyway. All right, let's – Let's touch on the NFC North. Next. Where do you, where, where do you <laughs> want to start? Let's start with the Bears. <laughs> All right. I've got some words to say to the Bears. Did you really think you were going to get Russell Wilson? Because, boy, I sure did. I was nervous for a while, if I'm being honest with you. They met in Fargo, North Dakota. <laughs> Wait, what? 
What did Bears, Fargo? The Bears, I was it the owner of the GM met with the Seahawks owner in Fargo, North Dakota. I did not know this. <laughs> Tell me this story. They met in Fargo, North Dakota to discuss it. Like, who meets in Fargo? <laughs> that is such a weird place to do it. I guess the argument was they were at, um, oh God, what's his name at North Dakota State? Trey Lance? Yeah, his pro day, but... That's where they discussed this trade. <laughs> who goes to Fargo? That would be the only reason, I would feel like. Oh my God, it's so funny to me. Well, the, Bill, or the Bears did not get Russell Wilson, thank goodness. They got Andy Dalton. Um, I uh, The Red Rifle, at 34 years old, on a one-year $10 million deal, is going to Chicago. Uh, he's got to be better than Mitch, right? You'd imagine he's probably going to get the starting job over Foles. I don't know. I don't know. That'd be an interesting poll question. We've been doing the Friday poll on our Twitter page. Uh, maybe that's what we'll ask. At if, the expansion BU1. There you go. Nice little plug. Uh Always good for the brand. We should ask this week, though, who the good people of the Twitterverse think is going to be the Bears' starter. Who Kyle thinks is going to be the starter. Uh, We actually, yeah, well, you know, we we usually actually get quite a few votes on those things. So we'll ask who people think is going to be the Bears' starting quarterback this fall. Is it going to be the Red Rifle, or is it going to be uh, the Super Bowl hero, Nick Foles? I think it it could go either way. Yeah, so the Bears, outside of Andy Dalton, uh, you let go of Kyle Fuller, one of your cornerbacks. Yep. Uh, who else did you bring in? You brought in Angelo Blackson, defensive end from Arizona. I, I mean, the, the Bears just – they fell flat on their face. They kept yeah. Allen Robinson, so that's a plus. Hey, they did. They kept my boy, too. Darnell Mooney had an outstanding rookie season with the Bears. I think he's primed for great things this year. I think the Bears have a pretty good receiving core. Uh, if Andy Dalton can get them, the ball is going to be the question. Yeah. But uh, the Bears fans just have to be so disappointed. You know, they're, uh, outside of all this talk about Russell Wilson, you'd think even after that deal fell through, which, boy, they offered Seattle – uh, King's ransom as they should have and Seattle of course turned it down but you think even after that fell through they would have tried something different than Andy Dalton don't yeah. you <laughs> and I'm I not say- the bad oh. mouth Andy Dalton here either I think he you know did did as well as he possibly could have in Dallas and in Cincinnati but he's not the long-term answer no no he's not I will say I think um to completely switch subject, I think this is the funniest division in terms of free agent signing. <laughs> the funniest? Yeah. Because you you move on to the Lions. Let's take them as the oh, first. Oh, boy. We talked about earlier them getting picked clean <laughs> like a corpse on the freeway. Uh, you have them getting Jared Goff, and then you have – um, oh, God, what? Uh, Michael getting- Brockers. <laughs> I think it was Brockers being like, oh, yeah, Stafford's a definite step up over Goff. And then he gets traded – from the Rams to the Lions with golf. Oh, the universe works in funny ways, doesn't it? Talk about uh, losing Marvin Jones, losing Galladay. We talked about it before that Goff is going to need some help there, and the Lions just took that device. And they brought and in Brashad Perryman. They did the opposite of what we said. Oh, this uh, team. 
Lions fans, I will say this. The one thing you've got going for you now is after 30 plus years of this, you're numb and you're used to it. So this can't hurt that bad, can it? That's, I, it's I don't know. Gonna hurt. It's gonna also, I'm not going to, I don't mean to badmouth Rashad Perryman. He's fine. No, He's we just mean receiver. to badmouth the Lions. Yeah. Uh, one of the most poorly run organizations in all of professional sports. Let's move on to Green Bay. Another funny one because they didn't do anything. Uh, they did. They re signed Aaron Jones and Kevin King and Mercedes, and Mercedes Lewis. Lewis. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, no, but I mean, if you're Green Bay, though, what else? I mean, what did you need to do? Really? What I think what they need to do can be accomplished in the draft. And what they needed to do was provide Aaron Rodgers weapons before he got unhappy. But I mean, I digress. Yeah, well, that ship has sailed. Um, they did lose Jamal Williams, though, to the Lions. I guess that is somebody the Lions that brought in. So. It's a little something, yeah, something, I guess, if you're a Detroit fan. Yeah, yeah. I mean. But, yeah, pretty pretty quiet free agency for the Packers, you know, keeping a lot of things in-house. Yeah, and then you have the Vikings, who I don't get to laugh at because they're not nearly as funny as the other three. Um, They brought in Patrick Peterson. That's big. I don't, I don't hate that. Delvin Tomlinson brought him over from the Giants. That's Yeah, big. I don't hate that. It's pretty significant. Obviously lost Kyle Rudolph, like we said, but you know, Rudolph is a tight end. Who's obviously very good, but kind of on his, his downward years, I'd say we'll see what he does with the giants. But uh, yeah, I'd say, you know, the, like you said, the funny teams in this free agency from this division have been the bears and the lions for sure. The line, the Vikings and the Packers are, at least doing better than that. So, all right, sir, your division or mine? Uh, we'll go with mine and then we'll go with yours. Save, okay. save the Seahawks for last. All right. Sounds good. Um, Falcons. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm kind of bad. I really haven't paid attention to the most of the free agent stuff going on with the Falcons or the Panthers. Um, well, here's a, one that involves both of them. They, Falcons brought in Mike Davis from Carolina. I think that's significant. Uh, He is somebody who with McCaffrey, the time he was out this last year, Mike Davis came in and lit it up for Carolina. So that that's, that's notable right there. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And he's on a, he's on a $5.5 million deal. That's cheap. I, he could really break out and command some real money here in a year or two. Yeah, well, they've got him on a two-year deal for that, so it's uber oh cheap. god, yeah, I just yeah, it's uber cheap. Yeah, that's super cheap. He could uh, he could have some good things coming his way. Yeah, without a doubt, I've always that been... being that assuming the Falcons can pull themselves out of absolute mediocrity. Yeah, mediocrity is a very generous word. Uh, let's let's move on to Carolina. Um, you brought in Morgan Fox defensive end off the Rams on a two-year $8.1 million deal. So pretty cheap again, coming in from the best defense in the league last year. That's never bad. Uh, Hassan Reddick brought him in from Arizona. Not bad either, but again, they don't have a big, you know, headline maker name. They do have a headline maker name, actually David Moore, because as that's good sports shout out, 
um, said in his video about free agency, David Moore, and they also have uh, DJ Moore. So it's going to be more and more. How did I forget more? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I must have had some bad information. I didn't know that, honestly. So There's going to be some funny headlines made for the Carolina Panthers. They are, you know, more is more in Carolina. More is more. <laughs> that was stupid. Um, I apologize. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's talk about the Saints. I have paid attention to them because they re-signed Jameis Winston to a 5.5 year deal, um, which is interesting because Drew Brees – is officially retired. He sure is. And I'm rather curious to see how this next year plays out. So as, as a Bucks fan, would you rather play Jameis Winston led saints twice a year or the, uh, Oh man, I'm drawing a blank. I'm drawing a blank. Taysom Hill led saints. Mm, Taysom Hill. He's got less of an arm. And our run defense is exceptionally good. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'd say the Jameis signing was, I don't know if it's what I would have done, but uh, apparently the Saints do feel confident that they can win with Winston. He threw that one good touchdown in the playoff game. He sure he sure did do that. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's interesting. I don't know who their guy is going to be. They didn't trust Jameis to lead the Saints last year when Breeze was out. They left that to Taysom Hill. I, I don't a, know what they do. A honestly. heck of a quarterback competition brewing down in New Orleans this summer. I mean, I think purely based on arm talent, Jameis Winston can win it. Decision-making based. I yeah. It, but... Yeah, the mentals of the game, I don't know. Uh, anyway, I, I, I don't know. Um, I, I watch, I, I keep an eye on Jameis Winston because as much as I kind of, I, I love him and I hate him. I love him and I hate him, but I will continue to watch him. I, I do wish him success, but I don't wish him success at the cost of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Fair enough. Who uh, speaking of take it away. I am rather happy. We have been retaining players. We have had people signing rather nice deals um, I got to learn what voidable years were, <laughs> um, but some people have been signing some rather f- team-friendly deals. Um, to- and I mean, I, I think it shows people want to stay and play with Tom Brady. And I think, I think a lot of our players just like this team. I was super happy. I mean, I mean, our re-signings are just banger after banger. We're keeping Chris Godwin with the franchise tank. We're bringing Gronk back. Um, we're keeping Shaquille Barrett, which I am so happy because we signed him to a longer-term deal, four years rather than our ones. Um, I'm super, super happy to keep Shaquille Barrett. I love having him on the team. Um, he is a great addition to our defense. Um, we're keeping Nagamakam Sue. I still can't say your name right. Um, but more importantly, we're keeping Levante David. And I am so happy we're keeping Levante David because he has been – a Buccaneer through and through who has been with the team through some very bad times and through now the best time. I am so happy we're keeping him and I'm hoping that we, he continues to stay with us and we're keeping Ryan suck up. I was just going to say, you're forgetting the most important name on that list. The kicker. 
Um, so it's been great things all around. We're basically keeping the, the gang together and I'm really, really happy about it. You boys trying to run it back. I, yeah, I mean, I, I know a lot of people are like, oh, but we've built a good thing in Tampa. We, I say we, as though I helped, I, I did. Yeah, sure. I, I really went and I was like, Hey, Gronk. that fan support is important, but I'm super happy. Um, I would love to run it back, but honestly, I, at the end of the day, I like watching this team play. They have been fun. It's been frustrating at times, but I, I, you know, speaking of love and to hate or love and hate, I liked watching Jameis Winston play. And I, I like watching this team play now. You know, I, I get so excited watching when, you know, Scotty Miller just gets a runaway and gets the ball thrown to him 40 yards downfield. And, you know, everybody's like, oh, no, I can't believe that happened. But it happens. And it's just so – anyway, I, I'm not going to gush about the Bucks right now, but they're fun to watch. Yeah, I'm happy about I it. figured – well, I knew you were happy that they've been keeping the core group together. Uh, that is a formula for success. It's like I told you before we started recording, do not pull a Seattle, what we did after we won the Super Bowl – you got to keep that group together at all costs. That's the really the only way that you've got a chance to build a dynasty. So it's cool stuff from Tampa Bay. All right, let's get to my division if you're ready. Yeah, I would love to talk. All right, I want to start with the Cardinals. This team is going all in on a Super Bowl appearance this year. Mm-hmm. Okay, talking about obviously getting J.J. Watt. That was the big one. But going after A.J. Green, that's huge man putting him on a team with Hopkins Mm -hmm. fits uh they have loaded that offensive or that offense up for Kyler Murray yeah I will say AJ Green though is very it's kind of got an asterisk next to him today because he needs to stay healthy oh yeah yeah it's a risk it's a hundred percent a risk but uh I've seen what AJ Green can do at his best and I'm not excited about playing that team twice a year you know, I, I, I wouldn't be either. No, this, I, I think that this team is going to win the NFC West. My very early projection of it. If that means anything, I'm super scared of them. I, I I'm excited for them. Like I said, holding that begrudging respect for the Cardinals. Uh, you've got to believe though, that man, they're just loading up the deck to try to go this year. They, they know that Fitzgerald only has a handful of years left. And they want him to have that ring so bad. They want to reward that loyalty. Uh, you don't go out and get guys like J.J. Watt if you're not 100% in on a Super Bowl appearance. So uh, all I can say is watch out for Arizona. Yeah. Um, moving on to the Rams, I mean, their biggest one obviously being Matt Stafford. We talked about it. Um, They got Deshaun Jackson. I know it's not out of the other two. It's probably not the biggest one to talk about but it's one I, I don't like, I really don't like it. Djax. He's one of he's, he's a name guy, you know, people get excited because of the name, but he, he is out of his prime. Like, oh, yeah, he definitely is. I mean, we saw that over the last few years in Philadelphia. And I mean, I, I don't really have anything against him. He, he led to one of the most memorable moments in Buccaneers history when he gave his outfit to Fitzpatrick, um, which was hilarious. But 
True. Um, I don't know. I I, not, I, I, I think he needs to consider hanging it up, to be honest. Yeah, I'm not crazy about that signing either. I'm okay with it. I don't have a problem with it per se because the Rams, I still think are outside of what they've done in free agency, still an excellent team. I mean, they have the best defensive lineman in the whole league, in my opinion. They are coming off a season in which they had the number one defense as a unit. Uh, they they are a very talented team, and I think they're going to be the ones that compete with Arizona for the division title. Yeah, fair enough. So uh, let's what? go to the 49ers. I want to applaud one signing first and foremost. The 49ers are the only team in the league that truly appreciates the position at fullback. They are continuing to keep Kyle Juziak, who is arguably the best fullback in the game right now, who should the 49ers have won that Super Bowl two years ago, would have been MVP in my opinion. I like Kyle Juziak. I like this this five-year contract for him because I think he is a phenomenal fullback. Look at you pounding the table for the fullbacks. All right. I mean, I think fullbacks are a bit underused. Let's get to, let's do some smash mouth football. uh, Well, they have the group to do it because they just gave Trent Williams a huge deal. The entire bank. (laughs) Uh, Six years, $138 million for your left tackle. And I can't make fun of that because at least one team knows the importance of an offensive line. <laughs> Good Lord. That, that is huge for them. Now that is an obscene amount of money, but it is good for him though. Trent Williams, I think is worth it. Oh yeah. I mean, especially with the injury problems that team has suffered as of late, he can never be too careful. Uh, then speaking of the offensive line, they also went out and they got Alex Mack, the center from Atlanta brought him mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to have a pretty good offensive line. I think so. So, yeah, 49ers, I hate to say it, you made some good moves this free agency period, and I don't want to talk about you anymore. Yeah, let's because to last, but certainly not least. I know we're already over time, so I will try to keep this. You say what you need to say in the time that it takes you to say it. Seattle, you are the luckiest franchise in the NFL right now because you almost lost your generational franchise best quarterback talent you almost let him walk out the door well i wouldn't say let him walk out the door but almost lost him in a trade because you haven't helped him out and you got him back you got him back by some miracle by some whatever you want to call it so use that as a warning you help russell wilson by going after offensive linemen i'm Thrilled that you went out and got Gabe Jackson. I think it's a big pickup. You're going to need to do more than that, though. And I, in the draft, I want to see some serious attention paid to the guys up front. But I know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. Pete Carroll's going to look at the rich class of offensive linemen. They're going to be coming into the NFL this year. He's going to chew that gum a little extra harder because he's excited. And then he's going to draft a linebacker (laughs) because that's what we always do. Okay. This was Russell Wilson's last warning to you. If we do not make him happy this season, 
he is gone next year. I can about guarantee it. I, I just don't know how much more clear it can be. We just talked about what the 49ers did showing that they know the importance of an offensive line. I, I, I just, I hope that this was finally the wake up call. I hate to say it. I won't be surprised by anything we do at this point because I, as a GM, John Schneider both impresses the hell out of me and he frustrates the hell out of me at the same time. Him and Pete Carroll have an uncanny ability to find amazing talent in the later rounds of the draft. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with finding talent in the first round or the second round. And there's nothing wrong. You don't have a first round pick. No, we don't. And that's also another Pete Carroll staple. But, you know, that's that's my rant out of the way. As far as free agency goes, uh, we did bring back Chris Carson, which I think is huge. We did go out and we got Gerald Everett, the tight end from the Rams. I really like that. Um, but, again, th- those moves aren't enough right now. It's not enough to make me happy. And if it's not enough to make me happy, it's probably not enough to make Russ happy. So I think the name of the game, as much as it sounds conceited or whatever, this season, it needs to be to make Russell Wilson content again. Uh, what uh, What are your outside takes on this, though, from somebody who's maybe not as biased? Um, I I agree with a lot of what you say. Um, I was rather convinced myself that Russ was going to the Bears, and I think it should scare the hell out of Seahawks fans that he has been so discontent and vocal about it because if the Seahawks don't listen and I'm not convinced they will, he is going to walk or they are going to trade him and try it again. And I don't think you can right now easily improve on Russell Wilson. He is going to go someplace. (laughs) He could pull a Richard Sherman. He could go to San Francisco. Oh, please. Okay. But I'm not trying to hurt you. I know. I know. But I'm you're saying not. you're you're looking at a team who we just talked about knows how to appreciate a line. <laughs> the and, reason it hurts is because I could see it happening. That's, and do you know what he'll do there? He will tear the league apart. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my goodness! I want to vomit thinking of that image of him in 49ers red and gold. Uh, but I agree with you. You know, it's like I just said use this Seattle as a wake up call. Okay. Whether it be in the draft um, for the rest of free agency, whatever, go out, bolster your offensive line. And then we do need help on the defensive line too. That can be something we can get into when we do our draft episode, but uh, yeah, Seattle dodged a major bullet here and I hope they find their second take uh, on life and and use it (laughs) because boy, we were looking down something not really good if Russ left. But that's my Seahawks thoughts. Yep. All right. Uh, we're getting toward the end. We're at the end. Do you have shout outs this week? Um, uh, besides Oral Roberts? Uh, yeah, I feel like that is just the uh, standard expansion buddy shout out right now. Oral Roberts. Of course. Of course. I'm going to shout out the Ohio Bobcats because I knew it. Told you so. I knew it, <laughs> but you know, I will say this. I don't have to wear that God awful orange and black for Oregon state because Ohio, you boys, they did not quite make it to the final four. No, unfortunately they, they could not keep up with Crichton. You know, 
But Crichton almost didn't make it there. I was almost right on my other pick there. Yeah, man. Ohio, they came up. They showed out. You know, Justin is the, I think, of the three of us who were on last week's episode. Justin is the March Madness Oracle. He was probably doing better than Kyle Mitchell or I. So uh, shout out to you for that one. I think I can pick the first round. After that, I have no idea. Hey, that's the impressive one, man. Most people don't get the first round. Uh, so I could shout out any number of March Madness players or teams right now, but I'm not going to do that. I am going to take it to football, back to football. Shout out Alabama running back Najee Harris. Uh, have you heard this story? Uh, I don't think so. So Harris was going to fly from Dallas to Birmingham for Alabama's pro day, which he was not even working out in, mind you, uh, just to be there to support his teammates. His flight got canceled due to lightning dude hopped in his car and drove more than nine hours to make it to the pro day on time just to watch his teammates dude that's a teammate right there yeah that is a teammate so shout out to that guy that's awesome uh i'm not a huge fan of alabama football but you gotta love a story like that yeah that's that's awesome that's super nice yeah so there's there's my shout out well i guess that brings us to the end of our podcast, I believe. Um, it's it's been a long one, I'm I'm sure. I haven't been keeping minutes, but oh, I almost knocked over my mic. Um, but it's been a long one. Yeah. Well. Um, thanks for joining us to talk about free agency. Um, I had a blast talking about it. I'm sure there will be more news to cover. There's stuff that we didn't cover today. Um, that I'm sure we'll talk about later. Um. We love talking about football. Uh, what can you say? It's fun to talk about. It's fun to speculate. Like I said, I'm excited for the draft. Jared, I know you're excited for the draft. Yes, sir. And I'm excited for our draft episode. And I'm sure we will have some other fine experts on to help us with it. That is the hope. Looking at you, Daniel. And maybe that'll be another big episode. Maybe we'll oh, have... get two guests on a little bit yeah. of Daniel and bring the boys back together. Yeah, the boys are back in town, as they say. (laughs) But anyway, for the Expansion Buddies, I'm Justin. I'm Jared. Thanks for listening. Find us on wherever podcasts are found. Find us on Twitter at the Expansion BU1. And never forget, party like it's 1976.